Greetings from Covenant Community of LJ, Georgia. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to these messages God has provided to our fellowship from His Word. May He bless you richly as you seek Him. We'd like to invite you to be with us in person someday soon. And for information on that, visit us at covenantcommunitylj.com. And now, let's open up God's Word. She had five husbands and she's shaking up with a guy at the time. And uh, usually they went out early in the morning or in the evening to get water. But she went out in the middle of the day because then they couldn't say stuff to her, couldn't be around her, and she could uh, get her water, go back. And as she came near the well, she saw somebody sitting there, and she could tell by the way he was dressed, he was a rabbi, he was an important guy, and she thought, oh, wow, that's just what I need is some dude here to tell me that, and, and he's a Jew, and they hate us. So as she approached there, Jesus says, uh, hey, do you mind getting me a drink? She says, you asking me for a drink? He said, well, really, if you knew who you were talking to, you'd ask me for a drink. She said, ask you for a drink. You hadn't got a pot. You hadn't got a rope. What, what would you get a drink with? He said, oh, I am the fountain of living water. If you drank the water I had, you'd never be thirsty again. She thought, well, I'd like that. I wouldn't like to have come trucking out here every day to get water. That'd be nice to have that, you know, water in my house. He said, no, 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 no. Well, then she got religious on him. She says, well, so, you know, you Jews say Jerusalem's place to worship. We say here. He said, forget all that. God is a spirit. And it's not here or there. God is a spirit and those who worship him should worship him. He wants them. He's seeking for them to worship him in spirit and in truth. So let me give you that message today. Doesn't matter how far you've gone. Doesn't matter how bad you've messed it up. How tangled that ball in your life is. Jesus said, I am the fountain of living water. I am want to be in a relationship with you. I want to walk with you. I am the fountain of living water. Do you know him? Do you know him today? This woman had heard about him. Another guy came to Jesus and he was very, very well educated in the scriptures. He'd memorized the first five books. He knew a whole bunch of other scripture by heart. And he came to Jesus and said, now Jesus, there's something missing in my life. And, and, and I know you've got the words of eternal life. You're a really good man. Jesus said, Nicodemus, you need to be born again. Born again? I'm an old man. How can I get back in my mother's womb and be born again? He said, you do, are you a master in Israel? You can't even understand a simple illustration like that. You need to be born of the flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Um. True worship is not just something we do in our singing. You know, people have all kinds of different definitions of worship. But today I'd just like to talk to you. God, God says, the essence of all my commands is love me with all of your heart, that inner you. 
Love me with all your heart, your will, your mind, your will, your emotions. And then love the people around you like you love yourself. He says, the essence of everything I want from you is right there. And last week we talked about that includes your wife. Last week we talked about that includes your husband. Last week we talked about that includes your mama and daddy. Even though they're over 30 and clueless. The Bible says, obey your father and mother in all things. You say, well, I want to worship God in spirit and in truth. You know, when I feel like it. No, 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 no. Worship Him in spirit and in truth. Today, just want to read Colossians again in the light of that. Uh, John Piper says, true worship comes only from spirits made alive and sensitive by the quickening or the life-giving of the Holy Spirit of God. Christian spirit, Christian worship involves the spirit and the soul, your mind, will, and emotions, and that inner part of you, your spirit. Worship Him in spirit, your spirit with His spirit and in truth. Philippians 3.3, 3, if you want to write it down. Um, Philippians 3.3 3, uh, says, God, uh, or, or it says, we are the true circumcision. We are the real people of God who worship God in the spirit. And rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Romans 14, 17 says that the kingdom of God doesn't consist in meat and drink, what you do and don't eat and special diets and special fasting. No, no it doesn't. It is in righteousness and peace. And joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans 14, 17. The kingdom of God. Where God rules and reigns is people who are living righteously by the power of the Holy Spirit to please God. Peace. Peace with God and the peace of God through Jesus Christ. And joy in the Holy Spirit. You know, some people are living righteously, but they don't have much joy. Coming out of the Spirit-filled life, coming out of the life that is surrendered to God, coming out of the life that lives a life of worship is righteousness. The way you live, the way you treat your wife, the way you treat your children, the way you treat your employees, the way you treat your boss, right here in Colossians tells you, this is what God expects from you. Don't work for somebody just to, to please them. Work to please God, even if they're a jerk, even if they're totally unappreciative, even if they don't pay you what you deserve, even if they're not nice to you. Do it as an act of worship to God. You're having trouble in the house. You know, uh, I was talking to a couple and uh, he said, well, my wife said to me the other day, do we need to call Steve? It was so funny because they live out of town. Uh, and I said, well, good, but don't call me just when it gets bad. Call me when it's good. Tell me, oh, man, things are going good. Praise God for that. Call, But how wonderful to be able to call one another, care for one another. Uh, and... and they, they said, thank you for counseling us. Thank you that we know how to fight in a godly way. And we know the principles of Scripture. What a joy to see us subjecting ourselves, humbling ourselves under the hand of God and with one another. So uh, Romans 12.1 says, and, and you probably know it by heart. If you do, you can say it with me. Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. 
by the mercies of God, in the light of all that God has done for you, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of worship. In light of all He's done for you, it's only reasonable that you would give your whole life to Him. If you have God and His pleasure in your life, what else do you need? My God will supply all your needs according to His riches at Fort Knox. No. His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Somebody told me yesterday, said this is a very interesting thought, that it says in a moment of time, Satan showed Jesus all the power of the world and the wealth of the world in a moment of time. But when we get to eternity and we've been up there 10,000 years, we've only just begun to see all that he has for us. Amen? Amen. Why would you trade that for that? Why would you trade a little plastic bead for a strength of pearls, so to speak? Today, you're invited to take another step. You may say, well, I've already drunk that. Hey, when you're falling in love, it just gets deeper and deeper and wider and wider and higher and higher. Love is a growing thing. And falling in love with Jesus Christ, the more you study His Word, the more you come to Him and the Holy Spirit opens up things to you, the, the more, and, and, and the, the more you give of yourself. It used to be all of me, none of Him. Then it became some of Him and a whole lot of me. And then God is bringing it to the place where it's all of Him, none of me. That's what I was created for. To be a glove that he puts his hand in and does his will. And when I am totally surrendered to him, totally flexible to him, whether it's to clean the bathroom or do surgery or fly something, when I am totally available to him for whatever he wants, that is the place where I find the truest joy in my life. You know, it's nice to have a black ceiling. And finally, now that we got one, the Holy Spirit can come to church. <laughs> Finally, because the wall's gray. The Holy, no. The Holy Spirit meets under trees. The Holy Spirit comes into our hearts. And it's wonderful to have beautiful places. The tabernacle, when God had them build that, when He laid that out, that was full of jewelry, beautiful woven gold into the linens. I mean, it was a beautiful place. David built the, or laid out the plans for the temple. But you know, when David laid out the plans for the temple, it came out of a heart of love. He laid aside and laid aside and he said, I want to build a temple for you, God. God said, no, you're a man of bloodshed. Your son Solomon will do that. But all that stuff that was put into there came out of a heart of love. You can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. Today, God wants to know, are you willing to give yourself to me to have a life of worship? You say, well, well, I, I, I believe in God. I, I believe in Jesus. Have you ever surrendered to Him? Right now, you may need to do that. Right where you're sitting. You don't have to come up front. You don't have to fall on your knees. Right where you're sitting, you may need to say, Oh, God, I, I, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. Help me. That preacher up there says that your word says that you love me so much, God, that you sent Jesus down here. To die for my sins. My sins are worse than even I know. Oh, have mercy on me. Forgive me. 
I've fallen so far short of my own standards, way far of yours, and I've messed up everything. The devil tells me it's hopeless. The devil tells me you help other people, but you won't help me. But I, I want you to help me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. I can't clean myself up. Lord Jesus, I put my faith in you. You died for me. You rose again from the dead. You bore not just the guilt of my sins, but you took the evil that has infected me. And through faith in you, that can be removed. And I can have a new heart. My spirit can be made alive, blended with your spirit. And I can become a new being. There can be a metamorphosis. I can be changed from a sinner to a saint, a chosen one, a set-apart one for you. I want to be set-apart for you. I don't want to live for me. I want to live for you. Help me. Help me. You know, if you pray that from an honest heart, all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved, will be delivered. He will change you. How many of you have found that out in your life? Yes, yes. You know, you know that he will do that. So today, uh, will you take this step that God is seeking for us to worship him in spirit and in truth? Colossians has been warning us that there are philosophies, there is religion, there are rituals. There's all kinds of stuff that can try to seduce our heart away from living for him. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Uh, we'll read Colossians 3, verse 1. Therefore, if you've been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Seek those things there. Set your mind. Set your mind. Fix it on things above, not on things on the earth. For you have died. The old life is dead. You know, next week we're having baptism. Uh, down at the river, 3 o'clock. Uh, there, people go down under the water and they say, I want you to know the old me is gone. The self-directed me is gone. Buried with Christ in baptism, raised up to walk in a new kind of a life, filled with the Holy Spirit, living to please Jesus. Devil, I want you to know I'm your enemy now. Jesus, I want you to know I surrender to you. You're not saved by being baptized. It's like putting on your wedding ring. It is a symbol of what's happened in your heart that outwardly you do. But it's very, very important. If you've never been baptized, you need to think carefully about that. Come before the Lord and be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There'll be a whole new joy. Uh, come into your life if you're really a child of God. Uh, it doesn't wash your sins away, but it is obedience and pleasing to God. Uh, you have died, verse 3, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, one of these days there's going to come a loud shout. One of these days he's going to descend. One of these days all those who are his will be revealed. Spiritual, eternal beings. Uh, you will be revealed with him in glory. So consider the members of your earthly body as dead to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life, as it says in 1 John 2. Dead to immorality, dead to impurity, dead to passion that takes you away from God, dead to evil desires and greed, which is the same as idolatry. For it's because of these things the wrath of God will come on the sons of disobedience. Oh, my word, the wrath of God coming on such things. 
You don't want to do that. Why would I want to be down there hugging, hugging somebody who's got a fatal disease that is transmittable that will hurt my heart? Why would I want to do that? Why would I want to on purpose do something that is going to uh, devastate my wife and her feelings about, why would I want, no, 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 no. I stay away from those things because I love her. I stay away from these things because I love God. And in them you used to walk, verse 7. You once walked when you were living in them. That was your lifestyle. But now you have a different lifestyle. Put them aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive speech from your mouth. That's not the way you're supposed to be. Don't be lying to each other since you've laid aside that old self with its evil practices and you've put on the new self. You've got a new nature. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus that is being renewed, brought back, to a true knowledge, brought back to be more and more like Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit, living to please Him according to the image of the One, capital O-N-E, God who created Him. This is transformation. This is, this is metamorphosis. This is the caterpillar going into the, the cocoon and coming out. Now, those of you that are biologists, I forget whether chrysalis, butterfly, or moth, so don't get stumbled on that. Whatever. You know, went in there, worm, came out flying thing. Okay, uh, you know, it, it came out. Beautiful. A butterfly is so beautiful. You see it there. Uh, we really enjoyed them this summer, just flitting around the flower, all different colors of them, you know, sucking the nectar from the flower. A whole different being than went into that. When you're in Christ, it's not just that you go to new sort of rules. No, you are a new creation in Christ. You have the power of the Holy Spirit, and you want to please Him. You can please Him, and you are different. Amen. Uh, verse 11, a renewal in which there's a distinction between, no distinction between Greek and Jew. It doesn't matter what race you are. doesn't matter what rituals you've gone through, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, your education, Scythian. doesn't matter if you're a slave or a free man, but Christ is all and in all. So as those who have been chosen by God, God chose you. God chose you. He chose you. Praise God. How many here are chosen of God? Thank you. Uh, chosen of God. You're holy and beloved. Put on. Make a decision by the power of the Spirit to please God. Put on compassion. And as I said, this applies in your home, in your marriage, in your job, in, with your enemy, with your friend. Compassion. <laughs> kindness. Proverbs 31 says that the, the, that woman there has the law of kindness on her lips. I will not speak what is unkind. I speak kindly. Humility, gentleness, and patience. This is centered on others. This is, I mean, if everybody that went out of this church went out into the community full of compassion, full of kindness, full of humility and gentleness. If you went out on the workplace at the courthouse, on the workplace at the hospital, on the workplace driving down the street, in school, your teacher should look out and say, that young person, I wish all of our kids were like that young person. We do this to please the Lord Jesus Christ. We are worshiping Him as we live that way. Bearing with one another. In other words, putting up with one another. Forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint. And this is a justified issue. Some people do things that are just annoying to each other. If you have a complaint against anyone, just like the Lord forgave you, so also should you, should you. Beyond all these things, above and beyond, and wait, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. You say, but, but you already read this to us once. Yes, but are you living it? 
Are you a worshiper in spirit and in truth day by day? Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let it be umpire in your hearts too, which indeed you are called in one body and be thankful. We are to be thankful people. Day by day, thanking God, thanking God, thanking God, thanking one another for what God is doing. And let, listen, verse 16, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Let me ask you, do you need to spend more time in the word of God? Not just reading it, meditating on it. God's formula for success, Joshua 1, 8, Psalm 1, is meditate in His Word day and night. Let that be the compass that corrects you. Let the Holy Spirit use it. Worship God in spirit and in truth. Truth. With all wisdom. Teach and admonish or encourage one another with psalms. You should have the Scripture so much in your heart it just starts popping songs out of you. You start, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me your great salvation, so rich and free. Yesterday, we had a, a funeral, and in the, the, the funeral there, we were able to celebrate. We sang, it is well with my soul. We sang, how great thou art. We sang, amazing grace, because the truth, as we came there to face uh, death and separation, as we came to face pain, was we worship him, and we can rejoice before him. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to the Father. Wives, worship God by being subject to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives as an act of worship. Be loving towards them. God will appreciate whether they do or not. Love your wives. And don't be bitter against them. That, don't let that come between you and God. Are you still with me? Yeah. Does this apply to you? Yeah. <laughs> Two of us, okay. Uh, children, be obedient to your parents if they tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord as an act of worship to God. Be obedient to your parents and sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes parents are wrong. Sometimes they're sincerely wrong. Sometimes they're just wrong and don't care. Obey them as unto the Lord and listen, while you do this, listen, listen, this is very, very important. God starts purifying your heart. When you humble yourself, to be subject to your husband. When you humble yourself to love your wife and not be bitter, when you humble yourself to obey your parents, God starts doing a work of grace in your heart to change you, to purify you, to move you from pride to humility, to move you from bitterness to surrender, to move you from uh, meanness to compassion, from Critical to kind. Fathers, don't exasperate your children. Don't give unreasonable demands to them. Worship God. Listen, worship God by caring for your children. Listen, children, are you with me? Listen, become, are, are so deeply affected by their fathers. When we pray, our Father, which art in heaven, your children have a picture that flashes into their mind of Father 
For a lot of people, that's not good. Be the kind of a father that makes them want to know the living God. Fathers, don't exasperate your children so they don't lose heart. Slaves, in all things. Everybody say all things. Now, a slave is even worse than, than working as an employee, right? Slaves didn't get paid. They got food to eat, clothes to wear, and happy that they didn't get the head chopped off and a good beating. Slaves, in all things, obey your masters on earth, not with external service as those who merely please men, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Masters, grant to your slaves justice and fairness, knowing that you too have a master in heaven. Devote yourselves to prayer. Uh, the band can go ahead and come up. Uh, uh, devote yourselves to prayer. Make it a sustained priority. Keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. In other words, if I asked God, are you a person of prayer, what would he tell me? We're to be prayerful people. Does it make a difference? Does it make a difference? Yes. Pray without ceasing. Worship God by being a prayerful person, talking to Him and listening to Him, keeping alert with an attitude of thoughtful gratefulness. Praying at the same time, Paul says, pray for me, I need your prayers, that God will open doors for me. You know, John went to New York and Charlene and so many others. They needed God to open doors to touch people's lives so that they could receive the gospel. Paul said, so that I can make it clear, Colossians 4.4, 4, the way I ought to speak. Conduct yourselves with wisdom towards outsiders, making the most of your opportunity. Let me just close with uh, Hebrews 12.28. Hebrews 12.28. And I'm going to invite you to respond as God has been speaking to your heart. Hebrews 12.28. Therefore, since we receive or are, going, are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Therefore, since we're in God's kingdom and it's unshakable, it will last the dem outlast the Democrats and the Republicans and the Communists and all of those. It can't be shaken. It is an eternal kingdom. Let's show gratitude and offer to God acceptable service with reverence. Reverence. Love. Submission. Trust. Profound respect mixed with love and all. So today we're going to sing this song, I'm Coming Back to a Heart of Worship. It's all about you. That's what the book of Colossians is about. Not rituals, not don't eat this, don't eat that, don't go, go here. It is about focusing on Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and living out of a heart of love to please Him. So, I'm going to be down here, and I invite you to come and just renew your surrender to the Lord Jesus. Don't do it because somebody else did. Don't do it if you don't want to. Just stay right where you are. And God knows your heart anyway. And offer uh, ourselves to Him. You know, God can use an individual. He can use a family. And He can use a people that are surrendered to Him. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God,
Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, acceptable unto God, which is just reasonable. The true people of God who are those who worship Him in spirit and in truth and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in self. Father, I just uh, pray that your spirit will suit this message to each of our hearts. Help us to be united in spirit with you, with one another. And then operating in the gifting that you've given us to be a body of believers that is uh, your life and your salt, your life, the living water here in Gilmer County and wherever it is that you put us. And I know that's your will, so I know we can have that in Jesus' name. We want to thank you one more time for taking the time to listen to these messages that God's provided our fellowship. We believe he's doing something special among us and would love for you to be a part of it. We hope that you'll take the time to come and visit us in person someday soon. And we invite you to visit our website, covenantcommunitylj.com. If you have a prayer request or if there's a specific way we can minister to you and your family. Until then, God bless you.